Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Preservation Podcast. Please take a moment to visit our website, practicalpreservationservices.com, for additional information and tips to help you restore your historical home. If you've not done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, and also like us on Facebook. Welcome to the Practical Preservation Podcast, hosted by Danielle and Jonathan Kepperling. Kepperling Preservation Services is a family-owned business based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, dedicated to the preservation of our built architectural history for today's use as well as future generations. Our weekly podcast provides you with expert advice specific to the unique needs of renovating a historic home, educating by sharing our from-the-trenches preservation knowledge and our guests' expertise, balancing modern needs while maintaining the historical significance, character, and beauty of your period home. ...the world of antique reproduction and began to design his own structures and furnitures. He currently works full-time as an interior designer for RLPS Architects in Lancaster. Matt designs and fabricates furniture and art on the nights in on nights and weekends and additionally he is a board member with the historic preservation trust of lancaster county and actually his work with the trust is the reason that we connect it to um have our interview today so we'll talk a little bit about him and then also about the uh the work of the trust that's right <laughs> so thank you thank you for coming on um hey thanks for having me on and, yeah so how did you get started in preservation um yeah i think I think probably even before I knew, um, you know, I was born into a farming style that was almost pre-industrial revolution, very mm. small scale farms here in Lancaster County. Um, I think my parents, not overtly, but we take vacations to historic Williamsburg. Um, so a sense of history, place and architecture was always, it, it was ingrained deeper in me than I knew. and. Um, Maybe, maybe my first overt understanding of that was at Landis Valley Farm Museum here. Uh, as a child, I took a frock tour making class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that might have been my first artistic connection to historic reproduction or um, preservation. Right, and, and recreating those, they're not lost, but the, those traditional, traditional arts. Yeah, and yeah. craft. And craft, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, okay, very good. Um, so talk to me about your work with the trust, about the trust, yeah, what the trust does. Right, so I'm one of the, the board members of the trust. Uh, I work with the Preservation Action Committee and my specific role is um, I'm leading the architectural walking tour this fall. Uh, and, that, and this year that's taking place in Columbia. But part of what the Pres Preservation Action Committee does with the trust is um, we, we list out endangered properties every year. Okay. Um, we have the architectural walking tour. And then lastly, we have the CM and Urban Awards. And those go to, the CM and Urban Awards are architectural awards that go to uh, not only people that are doing work in the preservation or restoration, but also writers, community leaders who are making a dent in, in that. Into, into, the, into, into documenting and preserving. Yes. Um, so the I know that you're really working on the 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 um, the tour the tour yeah the, <laughs> yes. the architectural walking tour yes, yeah. and that's in September September twenty eighth okay. yeah this year it's one day only um, uh, and the architectural tour if you're not familiar with it you get a forty to fifty page booklet that uh, this particular case we have uh, just over twenty properties and sites okay. in Columbia 
And one of the interesting things is, is with, um, so you get that book, the cost of $25 for non-members. Uh, there's also family rates. But it also gets you access into the local museums. So the Wrights Ferry Museum. You oh, get free okay. interior access to that. Turkey Hill Experience. We're trying to get the Watch and Clock Museum. So um, um, Thomas, if you hear this, <laughs> we'd love to bring you in for a full sp uh, sponsorship as well. But um, yeah, um, but it's just an exciting time for the town. Um, but more importantly, I think uncovering history that's sort of architectural but um sort of forgotten and right. I, I feel like columbia is a key to american history i think so too i um took the tour that randy harris um oh, okay. often um organizes i think that he's still doing it but i think that you can get uh go on it through the mennonite um historical society still okay. um but it's his it's the underground railroad tour okay and they start in columbia and that I never realized how rich that whole waterfront is in history. Yes. And, um, and how it's changed over the years. I it just, has. You just yeah, sort of like, assume it, yeah, you, that... Yeah, you go down and stand on the banks and you can see the canals. And yeah. I would have never assumed that there were locks and canals there yeah, and that yeah. there were shipping huge amounts of lumber. Right. There. So it, it is. It's, it's, it's interesting. And even for somebody who's lived most of my life here... I've never, I never realized that until I took that tour and stood there and looked and learned about how all of these places were together. And that that tour actually takes you then across Lancaster County and then into Conestoga. Like, so yeah. you stop in Lancaster City and then you go all the way down into Conestoga. But it's that that Columbia is it's a gem that's kind of been overlooked for and a long. And we we long get into that with the tour. Um, there'll be a guided portion of the tour, and we get into how and why abolitionism started in Columbia very early on the 1830s yes. free african-americans and why of course it was a linchpin to the the westward expansion mm -hmm. within pennsylvania but how and why columbia became a um a center point for the underground railroad yes yeah but so, i haven't taken randy's tour but yeah, i would love yeah, to yeah um, you'll you'll have to you'll have to get on that because it is yeah. it's a it's a great tour and it it's it's eye-opening for what was going on in in the, that period of history yeah in, yeah in this time so talk to me a little bit i know you said you're on the um the um oh the advocacy committee yeah um the endangered properties are you yeah. still looking for properties or yes uh we um and I think it's an area that we can grow as, a, mm -hmm. as an organization. Uh, in, it's sort of a delicate thing, putting somebody's Tell, property. Telling somebody, you are, your property's in danger. <laughs> yeah. Some people love that, right. usually the neighbors. Right. Uh, but so, and so we want to walk that line respectfully. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's an area for certainly for growth. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the four big things on an annual basis that you can be involved with uh, as a non-member or a member at the trust is the uh, endangered properties, the walking tour, the CM Lynn Urban Wards, and then membership be okay. being involved that yeah. way, which gets you a newsletter. Yeah. And then the um, CM uh, Emblem Urban Awards, which is yeah. a famous architect in Lancaster City. Yes. Uh, I guess he worked outside of the city, but he designed a lot of the turn of the century buildings in, in Lancaster City. Um, are What types of projects are you looking for for those nominations? Yeah, and they, I guess they have to be in Lancaster County. That's a great yeah. question. Um, and I think, honestly, any project that involves tying history to architecture, whether okay. that's landscape architecture, interior design, or architecture, 
whether you're a flipper that did something for under a hundred thousand dollars, right? And may, I hate to say flipper, but or maybe a homeowner, right? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, we want to we want to pull in all price points, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. You don't you don't just need the the big reveal. Right. You want people who are taking care of maintaining their properties. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to, you know, I, I love that quote that you have on your. Uh, in, I was going to say Pinstagram. <laughs> Your Instagram, Instagram, Danielle, where it says uh, maintenance is preservation. It is, and, and yeah. it just feels like that that's where it all starts. It is. And, it is, yeah. and so we're looking for um, commercial projects, any sort of project that can that is well done with good craft that recognizes history. Sometimes that's a full uh, reproduction. Right. Sometimes that's an adaptive reuse. Sometimes that's, you know, Getting a restaurant in the in the basement or the first floor of a building that's right. been closed to the public for, yeah. um, you know, maybe twenty or thirty years, but it's a historic building and now people can uh, have a beer in that building. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. and that's all uh, preservation. I, I think that people take a very narrow approach, like it has to be a museum. I think it's right. broadening more so now. Yeah. But um, I was I was on Facebook and I try not to spend tons of time there, but <laughs> I go on to post things and I'll see see things and sometimes like I have to I have to say something and sure. I, I've been I've been <laughs> thinking about that in myself like should I just keep my mouth shut? But there was somebody had posted a rant about why are they putting an escape room in a historic building? Oh, I see. And I'm like. I said, I said, not every building needs to be a museum, and if it's yeah. a, if it's being used in a way that's not damaging the mm -hmm. historic fabric, and the building's still useful, then it's not going to get torn down. Right, like. right, right, right. <laughs> well, and well, it's interesting. That's a great point because I think one of the main just this just came to my mind. But you think of the brewery up in is it Mount Joy that is a historic oh, building, yes. yeah, an adaptive reuse. But the, um, the owners have really embraced the history of the place. Yes. And you can't go to that place without understanding the history. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. No, yeah. I, I, and I, so yeah. hopefully the escape room would kind of yeah. own that, you know. Yeah, yeah I would Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would. hope so too. And I think that that's, I think that when people feel a connection to a place, it the architecture helps like set that tone. But Absolutely. then you, once you start to learn about the people, then that's when you really feel that connection. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I, I, I just, I've been that... You know, thing, things that I think about probably most people well, don't. Well, yeah, it, it is. You, um, you know, of course, museums can be done wrong that right. are perfect preservation, quote-unquote perfect preservations, where right. uh, escape rooms can be done wrong, but they can also be done well. And, yeah. and, um, and so we want to celebrate those, those wins and we want to educate the public that they're happening, so that's why we have those yeah, architectural, to highlight. Yeah. Yeah, architectural awards every year. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, so do you... Um, Working within the within the um, and I you used the your four you know the endangered properties the architectural history tours the the awards and then uh, those are the things that you that's how you're advocating for preservation and communicating to the public. Correct. Yeah. Also through our Instagram, um, okay. we're that, that's grown over the years as as with everyone. It's yes, kind of a yeah. good way to not only educate and inform, um, but um, it's a way for, to reach out, and it's a way that we, people can message us. Hey, this property mm -hmm. um, really needs some help. Oh, do you know the, the history about this property? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so those are the big ways. Yeah, and and I think that too, people feel like they can. I think so, you get people who like that they're like citizen historians, where they're out like trying to find things for you too, which I think is is a great way to pull. We people d we in. depend upon yeah. that. Uh, it, Lancaster has many municipalities, uh, and we're. In some ways, we are a 
I feel like this year is it's a it's been a, a turnover at the board prior to me joining, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like we're finally have some good momentum, and um, so it's exciting because the history of the organization is is vital to Lancaster City, yes. Lancaster County, um, just. Uh, and we can get into the history. Yeah. If you well, I was like. going to say it was a reaction to urban development. Exactly. Yeah. And and so I think that that's I think that's a great way to kind of hold that mirror up to us. And is it? Am I? Are we close to? Or we have passed the fifty year mark? Yeah. Uh, oh, shucks. I, so was it seventy three? So we're close to the fifty okay, year mark. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No. It, it, you know, in this in the sixties and seventies, these urban renewal projects and it. The Andrew Ellicott House, which yeah. is where the trust is based out of, was scheduled to be wiped out. You know, it just a, a wide swath in downtown Lancaster yes. was scheduled for demolition. And it's sort of like an island surrounded by a, a mid-century parking yes. garage. For the for those of you who can't, <laughs> don't know the Ellicott or the Andrew Ellicott House, please Google it. But it's, it's um, and if you look at it on Google Maps, you can see the parking garage had to work its way around the house. Um, and, uh, and I could talk a little bit about why Andrew Ellicott was important to America, oh, sure. if you don't already know. Yeah, um, I, I don't I don't know if most people do. I didn't know until I was involved with the trust. So, yes, yeah. yeah. So, you, I mean, Daniel, you're from Lancaster, but if you're listening yeah. to this and you're not from here, um, Andrew Ellicott was the land surveyor that laid out Washington, D.C. You can find uh, his survey markers all around historic Washington, D.C. Um, and he's also famous for training two famous uh, American surveyors. Yes. Which were... Lewis and Clark. That's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my my dad's family took the Oregon Trail to oh, wow. to Oregon, and so really? when we go to the coast, there's a it's Neocony Mountain, and you get to the very top of it, and you can it's so beautiful. You can see the farmland, you can see the ocean, and you can see the mountains like all at the same time from this point. But right up there is a Lewis and Clark marker. Yeah, that was yeah. their fur, their furthest west point. That, that's right. Yeah. and they they were trained <laughs> yeah. right on Prince Street in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, that's interesting. Well, yeah. I'd love to hear more about that. That sounds like a beautiful place. <laughs> that to... beautiful. It is. It yeah. is. So, um, what what trends or what challenges do you see in in preservation um, through your work with the trust or or just through your work? You know. As... Yeah. Oh man, there's so many, and I do want to caveat this. I'm one board member right. with, no, with the yeah, trust, yeah. and. Uh, I think if you asked all of us, we'd probably come up with a very, yeah. very different. Yeah, I, I, this is one of those questions that I try to keep throughout all of the podcasts, just to kind of see yeah, different absolutely. people's perspectives. And you do, you get different answers from everybody. <laughs> I love to hear it because I can agree. Yeah. I, I haven't found one yet that I didn't agree with. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, um, I think the, you know, I work in the architectural world, and a lot of, most of our projects are built with debt, and I think mm. that when you build with debt you have more of a timeline and oftentimes quality and craftsmanship go out the door right. um, and I know for you know my, when my wife and I do projects around the house uh, yeah I think when we do things with cash we can we can move a little bit more slow I think right. I think we see globally I think the challenge to American preservation is just the lack of money to put it yeah. to put it simply no, I, I uh, agree. Uh, specifically <clears throat> I feel like private sector tends to do things better. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective. No, I uh, agree. I just uh, we, Jonathan and I, when we were looking at like our, like when my parents were retiring almost two years ago now, and Jonathan and I looked at each other, and we're like, "Is this fun? Are we are we enjoying yeah, this yeah. anymore? Do we want to keep doing yeah. this?" And 
you know, we're like, we need to scale back. We need, but we also, one of the other things that we discussed was not working on government projects anymore yeah. because that was not fun. The lowest dollar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was, it was not fun. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, you know, it, and, and the quality suffered and it yeah. wasn't because we didn't want to give them a good job. It's because this is what they wanted. This was their spec. Right. It didn't matter if it, what we were offering was better. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think of just, we've talked about this uh, before Danielle offline, but um, an example of when American society had more, the, the private businesses had more money and did creative things with them is the 10 hour house here in Lancaster. Oh, yes, yes. And so this is an entrepreneur who had money and he wanted to think, Hey, can I build a house in 10 hours? You know? Right. And I don't, I could be wrong, but I don't feel like we see, um, that sort of private sector, uh, architecture, design and development, experiments right. that are just extremely creative uh and and so yeah and i think that's one I, small yeah, example yeah no and i think some of that is because of the um the constraint of of the needing the project to pay the bills so yeah, you, you yeah. get that you get yeah. that tension there right right um so I, it I, is a balance yeah, and, and yeah. not everything not all everything can be perfectly craftsmanship no, I know I can, no. you know although I'd like to see a mortise and tenon and a and a dove uh, well, a dovetail on, yeah on every you know what yeah it is yeah, yeah it will it will last um, longer um, yeah that um, I was thinking about though your your idea of you know ver, you know the not just private versus public sector but yeah. also the idea of, of having cash to spend, I think that that makes it more real. Yeah. So then you make a you make a better decision yeah. because you want you want it to last. You don't want to. It hurts spending that do, money. <laughs> you, you don't want to keep doing That's it over what, and over. You, know you want yeah. Yeah, as a, I get into a phase where I build a lot of handmade Windsor chairs. And, oh yeah. Um, and I I bought the good tools, and then I was like, I saw one tool. I was like, I think I can get the cheaper tool here, mm -hmm. and it's not. And the handle fell off. Like, oh my goodness, And so you have yeah. to spend that money yeah, twice, yeah. you know. And, 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 and that's painful. And, and that applies yeah, to architecture yeah. as well. Yeah, it does. It does. And plan and project planning with where if you don't plan it out, then you're going to redo things because you didn't plan yeah. for what needed to come next. That's the exactly. Coordination. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So have you noticed trends in preservation? Um, so this is an interesting question. Um, I was trained interior architecture and adaptive reuse. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think adaptive reuse, I love it, and, and I'm a huge fanatic of it because it merges contemporary abilities with historic, you know, and there's always a balance there. But I think I'm going to take this question, um, question a little bit of a different direction sure. and a trend um, that, that really resonated with me. I don't know if you've heard of Zeta Cobb. No, I haven't. She grew up on an island in Newfoundland, and uh, she just talks about this um what did she say it's uh to the idea of a global network of intensely local communities so the mm -hmm. idea that um a community could be intensely local and have a specific feeling right right so every, in Latin, in pennsylvania or in america every not every community but most communities yeah. have a a whole, or at least a region. Whole, yeah. A whole foods. Yeah. Yeah. But not every community has a Lancaster Central Market. Right. You know, and That's it, true. the idea yeah. of becoming intensely local. Yeah. Uh, and she was, like all of us are, a small fishing village in Newfoundland. And, you know, how do you deal with the Industrial Revolution? Right. Uh, and, you know, these are big questions. But I yeah. think, and how do you grow responsibly in, without annihilating the parents? Right, right. And, and I think, I, I, 
I, I think I want to look research her some more because yeah. that's 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 an interesting concept to me because regionally I mean I can look at we were looking at a project last year and the architect's plans I'm like that looks like a Pennsylvania farm community yeah, yeah. and like you could just look at yeah. it and see and you yeah. can go you know we're watching TV and I can see something I'm like that's that's specific Northwest right. that's the Southwest that's right. like every region does have its own feel right and the architecture usually. Um, reflects that but you know when you get into that homogenization where yeah. every every town has you know the same chain restaurants mm -hmm. and that you lose some of that yeah 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 and I think um, <clears throat> we want to keep you know Lancaster I lived out west as well for mm -hmm. almost 15 years and I, I missed the the cheeses and the, the meats that you could get yes, here in Lancaster yeah. County yeah we have uh, good food <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. I think that idea that and it's not easy to do especially you can imagine a small fishing village in Newfoundland. No, how do you how do you struggle. preserve that yeah. culture? Uh, yeah, it's it's a delicate and, and just you don't want to make it just a tourist destination right. either. Like, yeah. and I think that is that tension is sort of the heart of preservation and and planning and and yeah. smart planning and and putting putting things into place where we're going to not maybe develop quickly. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe not doing intentionally. The, maybe yeah. not doing the pragmatic thing. Right. right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do make having intentions. This is our goal. This is what we want to do, and then making decisions based on does that get us to our goal? Yeah. yeah. I, I that, that's very interesting to me. Thank you. Thank you for oh, bringing yeah. that, that it's, in. It, you can find her talk on uh, YouTube. But okay. It's, it's certainly a bump. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, so, how can um, someone get involved with the with the trust? Um, the, well, there's many ways okay. to get involved with the trust. You can become a member. You can volunteer. Um, you can you could submit you know we really do depend upon people submitting newspaper articles reaching out to us and saying hey uh, tell me about the history of this building um, the trust has a huge uh, one of the perks of being a member is that we have a physical archive mm -hmm. that members can come and scan documents and uh, but also we depend upon the community submitting information about historic properties yes. and we record those in the basement and that's one of the things that we encourage people to do when you're finished with your project you know your before and after pictures you know your yes. documentation submit it to the and we say the historical site because we're talking to people but you know the preservation i know that yes. you have your archives so when we're yeah. in lancaster county we try because then you know 50 years from now when somebody's looking back like what happened what happened here what right. was going on here somebody can go back and say oh this was the project right in fact uh, yeah. <laughs> i was doing some research on a house in columbia and i don't even know if the owner knows this but we have newspaper clippings from before when they owned the house oh yes and so i'm picking up tidbits about this gorgeous queen anne mansion in columbia um we have the original architectural drawings things like that and then you know an interesting tidbit is oh the person that built it went broke and had to sell it for a dollar two years oh after goodness. you know just <laughs> yes. you, the, all this stuff yeah. gets uncovered yeah. in, in these archives so it's it's a you know it's the kind of place that you could just spend a lot of time just uh going down rabbit trails that are yes. fun yes yes <laughs> um okay and then um how should someone contact um the preservation trust well, i think the best way to contact us is uh, via our website okay. uh http.org that's HTP is as, as in Historic Preservation Trust. You can also email us at manager at hptrust.org. Um, uh, and check out our website, yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram seems to be where a lot of the action's happening right okay. now, but... Um, and I'll, um, and I'll make Twitter. sure all of those are on our, our Facebook. Oh, did yeah. you say Twitter also? Yeah, Twitter as well, okay. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll make sure those are all on the the, the post for this this uh, Thank you. podcast. Yeah. And then, um, is there anything that you want to promote? The architectural tours or any anything? Um, you can promote whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are excited about the architectural tour. Um, apparently, um, the tickets are available now online. Um, on the website. On or? the website, okay. historicpreservationtrust.org. Uh, or Lancaster Historic Preservation Trust.org. Um, and yeah, the, the tour is an exciting time. Uh, typically, between uh, 500 and 700 people have come out to the Columbia tour, so it's a big turnout. Tickets will sell out, so go ahead and get your tickets now. Um, we, will, we will only have a finite um, amount of, of brochure uh, uh, booklets oh, yes. printed. So. Uh, and it is a high-quality printed book. Oh, they're very have, nice. I keep them. I keep yeah, them in my office from yeah, the previous years. It's yeah. a great resource, um, uh, and we're just excited about that event. Uh, in addition to uh, the CM and Urban Awards, which are in November, so yeah. those are the two big things. Um, that's, and if there's any, if there's anybody that wants to submit a project, I know we just, I just saw that come through the mail. Yes. Is it, um, the deadline to the beginning of August. So if there's any projects in Lancaster County, that's right. Okay. Um, I, I can't speak to the deadline. Ron okay. Funk would know. Our, I, our I, president. I just opened that envelope. That's uh, okay. the only reason yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but I think it was okay. in August. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but is that, do they have to be completed within the past year? Is there rules With, for that? Within the last year okay. or, you know, sometimes two years are considered. Okay. Um, but primarily it's a year. Okay. In Lancaster um, County. Okay. And if you know someone in your community that's done a lot of work to, preserve and, and tell the stories uh, um, of the architecture and the people in the, those buildings, please email us and reach out to us because that's, uh, um, that's how we get our information. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for Hey, thank thanks for, for taking us. time to yeah. come. Thanks for listening to the Practical Preservation Podcast. The resources discussed during this episode are on our website at practicalpreservationservices.com forward slash podcast. If you received value from this episode and know someone else that will get value from it as well, please share it with them. Join us next week for another episode of the Practical Preservation Podcast. For more information on restoring your historic home, visit practicalpreservationservices.com.